Welcome to Fantasy Forward Play with your hosts, Alex, Vincent, and Ray. Why did you first? That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. Alright, so we were talking about karma stuff, and I was going to ask Ray. um, Because I'm a skeptic of everything. Yeah, I get his opinion and stuff. So I was going to he. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> we had a big old conversation after this, or before this. Karma's not real. Yeah. And I was going to ask I him. Said. Here's like a story that I was thinking about. Okay, situation. So, you're dating this chick, right? Yes. She's good to you, whatever. You guys have been dating, let's say, like four years. Mm-hmm. You cheat on her. You know, stab her in the back. Break her heart. She's done so for a while. Because, you know, whatever. <clears throat> you get in a relationship with that girl that you cheated with, right? Yeah. That makes sense? Wait. Yeah. Yeah. You get with her. You guys end up getting married. You know, it's down the road a little, like, a long while. You guys have kids probably. Do you think, let's say, that girl cheats on so like you. my new wife. Yeah, your new wife on cheats me. on you. Is that karma for what you did in the past? Karma for the past. Okay. No. Absolutely not. Um... Because, again, like, karma doesn't exist. You can't bank good luck or bad luck. And so my thing is, okay, I have a little experience with this. Because I was dumb in high school. And I I don't know if I want to do the whole story. But the the moral of the story, (laughs) because you learn a lot about me that maybe I don't want to tell, is (laughs) if... Someone is willing to cheat with you, mm-hmm. they're willing to cheat on you. Oh, yeah. That's, I, I learned that the hard way. And mm-hmm. it, it, so, yeah, if the girl knows for sure that what you're doing, it, you know, and she's okay with that, you know, she's also, she's, she's also got questionable morals herself. Because she's okay with yeah. Ruin somebody else's life, basically. She's, yeah, exactly. She's like, so that that's kind of what it was a little different. I was the cheaty, I guess, the first time. The cheaty? Yeah, like the person. Who, I was the you, third party in high. So. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so so I get. I'll, I'll go into it a little so bit. You're the so side piece. I was a side a side dude. Um, so we live in a Mormon town. Thatcher and the guy decided he wasn't like they don't they don't take their significant other to all the proms and whatever because they're supposed to date around or whatever according to their parents nice and and so they all they usually switch and whatever well this one girl I had been talking to for a while and just the classes um her boyfriend wasn't gonna take her to that prom she was gonna gonna take somebody else but no one wanted to take her because they were scared scared of the boyfriend basically was he a big bad guy or what no he was just i think his dad was in the church or something and people scared oh, yeah. was it going to happen okay. yeah so okay that there the the hierarchy of the church is very ingrained in yeah, there yeah. even at the parent level and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i was like fuck it like i'll ask her cuz she's cool we're like becoming friends or whatever and I did, and we went to prom, we had fun and everything, but we kept talking afterwards, and I thought she was going to break up with him earlier, but she didn't, she kind of drug him along, like, it was, at, it was, it was like junior prom, and then I went away to a medical school camp, drop how nerdy I am, nice. for five weeks, and we had been talking the whole time, but we weren't like together, obviously, because we were just talking, yeah. but I came back. Talking to get together, like you yeah. guys talking like that way, or like as well, friends. Well, yeah, like so, like the week before I left, we like made out for the first time or whatever. So I thought, and he was in Mexico, I believe, mm-hmm. on vacation. Oh, so you thought everything was. So I thought, yeah, I thought, okay, he's gonna come back, she's gonna break up with him. That's that. So yeah. it was a little overlap, but I thought it was only gonna be like a week. So I felt shady about it, but it was whatever. I didn't like the guy, and I felt it was abusive, blah blah blah. But anyways. So that was my justification. It's all shitty. I shouldn't have done it. Now, thinking yeah. back, but I was in high school, so whatever. Went went for five weeks. Came back. They were still talk together. Mm-hmm. They hadn't had that conversation. Mm-hmm. She he found out about us. He ended up showing up to her house and like yelling at her and shit. The little brother called me that he was doing that. So I went over to their house. 
and we had a little confrontation outside and stuff and that was it for them at the end of that and then I stayed with her for like eight months or whatever during high school nice and uh but at the end of that I discovered she was talking to Mormon dudes again yeah and so it, it wasn't just because she was a cheater and that she even cheated at all like I don't think anything ever happened it was like the emotional cheating that girls do but not physical like men do um because she had wanted, I wasn't Mormon or not Mormon. I'm unabashedly atheist, mm. but uh, <laughs> yeah, at the time I was very Catholic. Um, so she wanted a Mormon guy, and I like I understand that now, and it was stupid in the past, but um, yeah. So she, I physically cheated with her, and then she emotionally cheated on me later, and I don't know why I didn't see it coming because. That's the kind if of it was a, yeah, if it's okay the first time, then it's okay the second time. So, yeah. is that like once a cheater, always a cheater type of thing? Or? Yeah, I mean, I think a person can change, but yeah, they have, uh, have a reason to. <laughs> yeah, they gotta get cheated on. Yeah, no how it no how it feels. So, like, I, I'm sure, and like, wish both of them the best. I don't have no hard feelings to anybody. She's like married now and everything. I'm sure it's great, and we're just <laughs> high school kids. But like, you know. You, you, that's, I always have that feeling now. Like, if you're able to cheat with somebody, then you're able to cheat on somebody later. And so, like, now I, obviously, I very, I don't, I don't date very often, but when I do, I'm like, okay, cut off anything else, put it on the side. If, if you're talking to somebody, like, don't, don't talk to them until you know what's happening with the person you're most interested with or whatever's available. And then once that happens, and, completely not cut them off like ghost them but like okay hey, you this know, is my situation yeah we, we, I'm, I'm, we can be friends but you know i'm not looking to pursue yeah. anything further yeah and have those boundaries and but and if you do that then you, it won't happen to you so that's your that's your quote karma you know because it, there's it's not because she didn't cheat on me because i cheated with her on another guy she cheated on me because she's a cheater you yeah know? or and or it'll happen to you because you're a cheater you know what i mean so like a person you know don't want to mention any names but the last time whenever we were talking about cheaters in the would you rather thing talking about it's okay to cheat as long as they don't find out about it kind of thing like if you live like that you are good you're gonna have a shorter life you're gonna be under a lot more stress because you're going to be thinking about it because worried about them catching you or something. Yes. You know what I mean? So, and, and so you're going to look for stuff for them to fuck up. So that's your bad karma. Even though nothing has happened, you're going to be looking for, it. you're going to be thinking about it. And then something stupid is going to happen. And then they're going to catch on to you being such a jealous person and they're going to break up with you. And that's not bad karma. That's you being a shitty person, you know? So I don't, that's, that's my whole thing. Like, I don't think there's like a karma thing. Yeah. No one's counting. It's just how good of you are, how good of a person are you in the moment? Because nobody deserves anything. I don't think I don't I don't think anyone deserves anything. And that like people who are like you know what happened? I got cancer. Like I did all the right things. Like you it's didn't. Life. Yeah, it's life. It's random. It's it's crazy. Especially cancer specifically. Mm-hmm. Every time your cells divide, there's a chance you get cancer. That's just it. You can eat right. You can be right. You can. Go to church every Sunday. You cannot go to church every Sunday. You can smoke every day or not. There's always that chance of you getting cancer, and it's chaos, absolute chaos. Or like those super old people that are like 102 and they yeah. smoke every day and drink or exactly. something like that, and they're just like, hey, just it's chill. not that they deserve <laughs> to live long. It's not that kids deserve to die young or you know something like that. Like it's just it's random. You can't think like, oh man, if only I had you know, been nicer to my sister growing <laughs> up or, like, not smoke weed in high school or something like that. It's like, no, that's that has nothing to do with you losing a job in, in your 40s or whatever and retiring young or dying of cancer tragically or in a car accident. Like, there's, it's just it's just chaos. And it's it's hard to explain that to people because people want there to be a reason. Mm-hmm. But I think it's freeing when there isn't a reason. I feel like 
stuff doesn't happen to me because that's the way I, because it, it should have happened yeah. it doesn't happen to me because i got lucky and that's like okay like i'm not privileged in that sense i'm not like you know should have been going to church you've been doing it's just like it happens for no reason if something bad happens to me i'm not like man if only because oh, i did this because i did that wrong or i blame my mom because she didn't teach me how to eat right as a kid or whatever it's like that's nothing to do with that like of course growing you know you should cultivate good habits and be a good person and everything like that but you, you kind of get in what you put out but it's not counted by any supernatural being it's just yeah and that yeah. goes into like morality and philosophy and everything there, why do you think like um like less fortunate people that are kind of like poor yeah and they don't really have much or happier and they're better people and then rich people are kind of like i'm not saying all of them are like yeah. that or whatever but like rich people are more of like the stuck up ones or like the douchebags that are that in it for themselves and you know what i mean type of thing that 100 percent is exposure like you don't whenever you're at the bottom um you see everything you feel everything mm-hmm. you, you know you understand what it's like to live paycheck to paycheck you understand uh, you and you you go to school with kids and you work with people from a lot of different backgrounds more yeah. so than people in their ivory towers so to speak that they're only exposed to you know rich Each other other rich mm-hmm. people they don't see or feel the struggle ever but even if like a a middle um what do they call it like middle class person works with a lower class person they see the struggle they feel that struggle through them but if you're just surrounded by rich people all the time how are you supposed to understand the struggles of the poor and the same thing goes for the to the rich like we don't know the struggles of the rich and that might be something people laugh at like struggle of the rich what are you talking about it's like I don't know because I don't understand. I've never had a million dollars in my bank account. Or like how most of the people are like the rich people are like super depressed because you know yeah this reason and then blah 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 and they have you know they could basically buy anything that they want yeah but still they're still sad and then and people we we're like well that's stupid because if I had that much money I would do this like would you though like how much what would I really do had I been if if I grew up completely rich and then. Like, graduated high school or whatever and got to go to Harvard University and all this. And then all of a sudden got all that paid for and then got a super high-paying job in my dad's business that he has been running for 100 years with my grandpa and my great-grandpa and all this other stuff. So I just came into money, you know. I don't know what struggles I would have at that point, but I can't understand it to even speak on it. Maybe losing your self-worth and sense because you're just like well i'm just living in my shadow of my father like that kind of stuff kind of messes with everybody at every level but i can't imagine what it'd be like to work in a building with my father's name on it you know what i mean like maybe that's a point of contention but again i i don't know because i'm not there so i really can't speak to that but i the reason why and the way i know that it works the other way is because you know what you're exposed to and if you're in a community with like oh my like, young people some of the guys that i knew and my like my little sister they would say the n-word a lot i'm like you say that so freely but there are no black people around you yeah. like <laughs> you don't know any of them you don't understand why they use it and how they use it and stuff like people get all upset it's just the words just were like yeah but it's their word like you just don't use it and now my like my little sister's going to college now and she's around more people she's being exposed to more cultures and more people she's like okay i get it now it to an extent obviously we don't get it 100 percent, and that's okay we don't have to get it that's i think that's a big thing that we with religion with culture and stuff everybody feels like they have to get it but you don't you just it's okay not to understand. It's okay to admit you don't understand, but be respectful. Yeah, that's that's one thing that's kind of weird about religion too. It's like, uh, like I don't mind hearing other people's opinions on stuff, and I don't know. It's just 
That's the way I am, and other people that are yeah. like in their religion are kind of like. You t- you try to tell me something, but you're wrong, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like you're, yeah, you're hundred percent wrong. I don't care what you have to say about anything, and that's not fair, type of thing. And the only reason they think they're right is because that's the only thing they've heard. Again, exposure, yeah. like. Of course you think that's right because that's the only thing your mother has ever told you. This like isn't it isn't it weird that we were all born into the religion that we are, you know? Like most part. There are people yeah. that convert and stuff. But you start out the religion you're born into, including atheism or I don't, I don't like saying ism because it's not an ism. We're all atheists in that sect, but we're not it's not an ism because there's no church. We don't get together and like <laughs> badmouth Christians and everything like <laughs> I don't care. There, I mean, okay, I guess there are people that do that, but I am not in that. I don't care. I'm in, I'm in the I don't give a shit camp. I don't go to meetings and, like, bash people. But, like, everybody is so gung-ho about theirs, but it's only because that's what you were taught when you were young. Yeah. So if you read a book, talk to other people, understand other points of views, then you start, like, You can formulate your own ideas, people. basically. Oh, yeah. You get your own ideas. And understand people. That's that's a big thing, and that's that's why I'm I've done my uh, my associate's degrees in sociology. It's it is about understanding the different cultures and people, how they relate to each other, not just um, how they are in like one place, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it comes with exposure. Yeah, and that thing with karma too. It's kind of like. Um, say like some guy got super rich by you know backstabbing a bunch of guys and just being an awful person maybe he you know, yeah. did some shady stuff never really got caught for it always a bad person you know what I mean like making people work on Christmas or making missed funerals or like, something you know what I mean just being awful Scrooge. yeah basically <laughs> and they go like their whole life never get caught never get you know called out they live good or whatever Yeah, I think it's like well, they're going to get theirs when they die. Type, like, revenge type of thing, too. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, well, they're being a bad person, so they're going to, you know, go to hell and be get it that way mm-hmm. for all the damage he did up here type of thing. Sure. You know what I mean? And I think it's kind of like you need to get re- payback or revenge on people, too. Well, kind of thing. If If that's, like, for me... That's there's obviously there's to me. Uh, I won't say obviously there isn't, but in my belief system, um, there's no heaven, no hell, nothing afterwards, nothing before. Um, and that person may or may never may never be revenged or something. They just got just lucky, good. you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> they they were good at it and they got away with it, you know. And that sucks. But, you know, that person got away with it. Because there's, if there's no karma, then, you know, there's no way that he's going to get paid back universally. But when you're building up that much bad blood between people, you know, there's a good chance that he will eventually slip up in a different way. I don't believe that's because of karma, but, again, because of, like, the relationships you make, you step on hundreds of people there's a chance you're going to step on the wrong person and they're going to either build themselves up to a position that they can take you down take you down or you take know take you out yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it could be take you out for life yeah he messes with some accountant and they find some places where he skimped on his taxes and the IRS takes him down or he pisses off the wrong group of people and dude ends up shooting up the building and stuff like a lot of bad can happen that's why you want to build good positive relationships but not because of karma or any you know point system with god so you can make it into heaven but because they're people too and when you treat people well they treat you well back so that's that's my whole like belief system i told because my my little sister's kind of struggling with it because she just had a kid she's gonna be three and she's wondering your sister's gonna be three your sister (laughs) (laughs) had a kid (laughs) and she's gonna be three She's the oh little God, girl's gonna be three. They're growing up so quick nowadays. <laughs> my sister's like twenty-one, but anyways. Um, I need to get a kid already. Um, no, hell no. 
<laughs> I got up here, 28. Um, she's struggling because she doesn't know what to do because we all have Catholic upbringings and mm-hmm. we all turned out okay. I turned out to be super atheist. She turned out to be like in the middle agnostics kind of area and the, our middle sister turned out to also be pretty good Catholic. So like three very different outcomes from three very similar yeah, upbringings. Amazing. So she's curious as to what she should do with her with her kid. And uh, the advice I gave her was do what mom did, do what we were taught, and, and that's do what you know until they can decide for themselves. So like I went to catechism for a long time, but I asked a lot of questions, questions and it didn't stick for me, and I didn't like it, and I didn't find comfort in it like some people do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I changed it. And like ten years ago, I stopped going to church. And twelve years ago, I stopped even talking to God and stuff. And I never had any problems. It's not like it's just how I live. It's not a big deal. It's whatever to me. But the other ones are different. And but the other piece of advice that I gave that my parents didn't do for us that I would like to do for my kids is whenever they do ask questions, don't say you know everything say like this is what i believe other people believe differently and that's okay or, or i have no idea let's go find out together like yeah, let's, yeah. let's read about it let's ask somebody about it go to talk to the priest go talk to you know some your relative somebody who might be more of an expert on it let's find out together and that's kind of what I would have liked a little more because instead of like, well, God did it. Like, yeah. at some point, yeah, at some point it, I didn't like that because it was like that, like it's his fault, it's his his plan, this and that. I'm like, well, then we're helpless. There's no such thing as free will. If it's all planned, then why am I even doing anything? And that kind of, that always messes me from a young, young age. I'm like, so if he knows, then why try? And, and now it's like, okay, you know, it isn't yeah. on some plan it's on me to do me and everything else so that's kind of my belief system and i like to ask i like to find out i like evidence you know someone's claimed something i'm like cool cite your sources and if you can do that and then i'll change my belief about it you know you come with me and say oh there's this many cases of coronavirus in china mm-hmm. like okay where'd you read that Oh, you read, <laughs> yeah, you read it on Facebook? Okay, that's, I'm, I'll believe you. <laughs> oh, you read it on the CDC website? Okay, I kind of believe that a little more. You know what I mean? And that's how many people died or whatever, you know, stuff like that. Vaccines, like, okay, where'd you read that? Oh, you read it on the Facebook mom page? Like, I don't really believe that. <laughs> but I believe these scientists that have been doing their jobs for a lot wow. of years. And, yeah, I believe people are always like, but you believe in it. And like, yeah, I do. I believe them because I, the same way I believe a doctor when he tells me I'm too fat and I need to do more sit-ups. Like, <laughs> I, I believe he knows what he's saying because he's he went to school. school for that shit. So why am I going to argue with him when he says you also need a vaccine? Yeah. Like, yeah. like okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I do my research too. I like to know what goes in my body. But I know also that... A lot of that same shit goes is already made by my body and is in fruits and vegetables and it's not they're big scary words but if you look at to what they are and have a little more understanding then you won't be so scared I, that's everyone's so scared of everything that's a, I think people should take control of like their own lives instead of leaving it up to some something else yeah well for sure if if somebody's telling you how to live then some people need it I will say mm-hmm. that, like, some people find comfort in it. Some people need guidance. Like structure, kind of. Yeah. I did. I need structure. That's why I want to go to the military. That's why I'm enjoying the Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed someone to, like, help push me and help motivate, um, have that team. Like, when you embrace the suck as a team, it's better, it's a little you better. know? Yeah. Um, but I think I told my mom this the other day. Because we were talking about morality, and I'm like, I rape, I steal, I cuss, I smoke, I drink as much as I want to. But it's really not that much because I don't want to do any of those things. But it's, I don't need 
some guy standing in the front of a church telling me not to do that. I don't need right. a, I don't need a fear of God and a fear of hell to tell me to do that. I just don't rape. I just don't steal. I just don't cuss, drink, and smoke around you know kids. And I rarely drink or smoke myself, anyways, because I don't want to. I don't. I don't know why. You know, I, I really can't quantify why. My parents didn't really smoke or drink around us too much, so that's probably a reason why. Uh, they made us very respectful, so I don't cuss a lot in front of people that, you know, when I'm with the, the boys or whatever, that don't matter, or I, in a construction job, but I know when to do it. Right. And I don't want to rape her still because I don't want to ruin somebody's fucking day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Do I want it to happen to me? No. Then why would I do it to somebody else? That's literally all yeah. the... That's, that's the way I live, too, kind of like... Yeah. You know, Treat people the way you want to be treated type of thing, the golden rule. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't want to, you know, get cheated on again, so I'm not going yeah. <laughs> to yeah. cheat on somebody because I know how that feels, you know what I mean? Exactly, and, and that has nothing to do with karma. That's the thing. You just you treat people like you want to be treated, they'll treat you that way back. That's not because you're building up points so you can go to heaven or building up points so you have good karma. That's just being human. And unfortunately, there's going to be bad people. No matter what, how good you treat them, right. there's bad people. But you can't control them. But you can control you. You kind of just like, eh, get away. Yeah, don't associate with them. And, you know, you do business with them once, give them the benefit of the doubt one time, maybe. And if they fail, then that's, that's it, it, you know. Deuces. Yep. Again, that's not you, them building a bad karma. It's just you finding out that they're an awful person. Yeah. <laughs> and Never... Associating with them again. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's how I live. Like I said, I, I do what I want when I want. But it's not, I'm not crazy heathen. Like, I just, I have morals. Like, yeah, I have standards. Like, you know, killing somebody today. And you know, might as well. people might say like, well, you learned that from being a Catholic or whatever. Like, I, I kind of did. I learned that mm-hmm. from, I learned that from being a Catholic. I learned that from watching Barney in when I was, Two, you know, about sharing and loving everybody. <laughs> I learned that from watching Dragon Ball Z, you know, like I, I stick up for your friends and yeah, help hard be, work. Yeah. be a good person. Yeah. And hard work. Like yeah. Goku never killed any of his enemies because he saw good in them and wanted to better yeah, himself yeah. against them later. And like Nacho Libre has taught me a lot of like life lessons. I love telling this one. Like so Nacho Libre he goes into the church it's, um, right right after he, like, messes up the relationship with Esquilito. <laughs> and um, he's praying, and he's, like, he, he doesn't have breakfast or whatever that day. He goes to the church. He lights a candle, sets it down or whatever, and he's, he's praying. He's, like, um, why, if, why, why, does, why do I have the desire to fight if God made me such a bad warrior? And he's, like, Hold on a second. Maybe if I fight for good, then he'll bless my journey and I'll win. Yeah, that could work. And he says it to himself. No one responds to him. He's just thinking. He's just talking. He's just talking to himself. So prayer isn't a two-way street like people think it is. It's meditation. That's all it is. It's Western meditation. It's what people do whenever they're Buddhist and they're thinking or not thinking and they're trying to empty their mind and come up with answers and reach enlightenment it's the western version of that you're having a conversation with god but it's literally yourself it could be like therapy kind of yes it's very therapeutic and and literally learn that great lesson from nacho libre because nobody responds he doesn't have a conversation with god and i think they did that intentionally in the movie because they, they could have very easily had like a dude like Nacho, you need to fight for the children and you'll win the next match or whatever. He doesn't do that. He literally is like just thinking to himself, like, hey, that could work. And then he, you know, lights his stuff on fire. And he has equal power. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I learned lessons from movies. I learned lessons from people. I learned even guys we worked with in construction from gym and those those crazy dudes that went to prison and came back and Mm -hmm. like are working and doing you know, good for themselves later on in life. A lot of them come back Christian and stuff, and that's great for them, you know, whatever you need to be a good person. But, you know, you, you take all of that, and then that gives you my morality. Not just the one thing about going to church when I was 10. It mm-hmm. was it's, it's my whole life, my whole upbringing, 
the entire environment. That's what you are as a person. So when there's, we talk about like prisoners and stuff and how can we reform them and everything. It's like, well, it wasn't the one experience they had. It's you had to go back through their entire life and, and pick apart everything. And that, that comes with sociology. That's, that's my background and trying to understand people. It's, it's not just one thing. I can't figure you guys out from listening to one story. It's like, okay, this is how you grew up. This is what experiences you had. This is where you went to high school. And if you played sports or not, if you, I don't know, everything. It's, it's a lot to do. That's, that's, that's really morality for me. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to say, brother? About everything? Because you kind of just... Yeah, so... <laughs> so I personally have three children. Okay. My oldest is 11. And then my youngest is five. So they're they're pretty good ages, this and that. My daughter, my oldest, she's my do- she's my oldest. This is my daughter. She's eleven. Well, when she was younger, she wanted to go to church and this and that. Me and my wife, we don't we don't participate in the church. We're uh, you know we don't do any of that. We're atheists and. And so, like, we tell my kids, like, this is what we believe doesn't mean it's right. This is what your nana and everybody else believes doesn't mean they're right. right. We tell them, you know, if you want to believe in God, believe in God. Go with your nana. Go with your aunt. Go with whoever you want to go with and figure out what it is to know God. You know what I mean? Right. And I said, we don't because this is why we don't. Doesn't mean you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't ever tell them they can't go to church. We don't ever tell them they shouldn't believe. We don't ever tell them they should believe either. When they get old enough, they want to get baptized. They can get baptized and then they can start their whole life in the church. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, So growing up, uh, I was baptized as a little baby. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have no choice in what mm-hmm. I wanted to believe in and yep. where I wanted to go to church or any of that. You know, I'm not saying if I did have that choice that it would be any different because honestly it probably wouldn't be. But but yeah, it's all about the way I was raised and the things I liked about my childhood and the things I didn't like. I adjust it accordingly to steer my kids, hopefully in the right direction, to be good people. You know, when we're walking around outside, we don't let them fucking touch vehicles that are not theirs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even though we have these other little assholes running around (laughs) shooting BB guns at our cars and shit like that. Yep. You know, like, no, we tell them, look, it costs a lot of money for that person to buy that vehicle, even if it does look like shit or whatever. <laughs> Maybe theirs. that's all that they, yeah. they could afford. You know what I mean? Who knows what they're going to type of thing. Yeah. And I, was, I always tell them, you know, you don't want somebody to do it to you. Don't do it to them. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. So do you think the person you are right now is because of the religious stuff you had as a kid? Or do you think it's because of... Because I think you're a great guy, great father, and dad, and stuff like that, and husband. I think, I think it has, I think, honestly, it has very little to do with the religion, from my point of view. It has more to do with the people around me. Like, a lot of my family, like, I saw their <laughs> selfish, <laughs> fucking manipulative. Um, awful people, kind of. Awful people. Yeah. And then we have these other ones that are fucking are not like that at all. Yeah. You know, and everybody goes to church, whether they're awful or whatever. Like, that's my whole family. They all go to church. You know, and there's still that correlation of good and <laughs> selfish. Yep. And it's about me. I want to be the type of kid or type of man 
that my kids can look to and be like, that's a good dude. You should try to be like kind of like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I want to leave this earth with people saying, okay, that dude was all right. <laughs> kind of like that dude. <laughs> Instead of me leaving this earth and be like, yeah, well, fucking good riddance. He was a fucking <laughs> asshole. He only cared about himself. <laughs> Dad, bad person, you bad supervisor. I'd like to be wish up to your funeral. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I don't do it for I don't do it for you, Ray. Mm-hmm. I don't do it for you, Alex. What? <laughs> I don't do it for my mom. I don't do it for no God. I don't do it for anybody. I do it for myself. Yeah. You know, I do it for myself, and then on that, then I can show my kids. Okay. Yeah. You make yourself happy, mm-hmm. and you'll be happy. Well, they're an extension of you. Yeah. You know, that's you should. That's you branching out. And if you spread even to just three kids good morals, manners, and then then you're helping you're helping society. society. Yeah. And that's that's not even to say they, they could take what I teach them and be like, No, fuck you. I wanna be selfish. I wanna yeah. Yeah. I wanna <laughs> do drugs. I wanna fucking have a thousand children with a thousand different men or women, you know, like I think I think they totally go opposite. Yeah, we yeah, don't. It doesn't. We they have free will, we, so it's kind of yeah. Like, we can't I think control they, anybody. They could, but I don't. Honestly, so for me, everything can be solved in society by one thing. It's not simple. It's actually really hard. Mm-hmm. Education. Oh yeah. Okay, you can't. So you can't reform people. We've tried. We've been trying. We have millions and millions. We have more people, like, in jail than there are, like, on the island of Japan. Mm. We have a ton of prisoners. Some are reformed. We've, we work with a bunch of them in co- uh, contracting. And they turn out to be okay people and good uh, what are they, contributing contributors to society. Yeah. But they are a small, small fraction of what is happening in prisons. And... Everything. So that going with poverty, going with like uh, teenage pregnancies, uh, teenage drug use, alcohol abuse, uh, physical abuse—you know—all this, all these things can't be remedied by uh, trying to reform these people. They need it needs to be stopped before it's done yeah. in the first place. And how you do that is with really good education, and and that. Like I said, it's not the it's the hardest thing ever because it starts in the home. You have to have educated parents first mm-hmm. to educate the children, obviously. Yeah. So, I don't think your kids will turn out like that because you are already doing the things you know are right, and you're learning every day how to continue that. I doubt your kids will turn out worse than you because they see how good you are already. Mm-hmm. And I and I say that from experience because of like my my parents. Um, the, my dad was very selfless. He was for everybody. He would bend over backwards for anyone in his family. And I honestly, my only resentment was he was too nice to t- a lot of people that I didn't believe deserved it, but he didn't care. Yeah. And I learned that later on. Like, okay, you know, like he's doing it not for, you know, maybe not for himself or anything or because they deserve it. He's doing it because he wants to. And yeah. you know, that, that took a lot of learn because it's like, who, who gives who a shit? Like, why, yeah. why are we are helping this person? Yeah. What has she done for you? What has she done for us? You know, we barely talk to her, barely know her. You know, screw her. But he's like, mm-hmm. no, you know, like, we need to help our family. We need to help people. And so, you know, I learned that. And, you know, I don't learn that from him telling me. I learned that from him showing me. And that's, yeah, yeah. that's really the biggest thing. So if you show your kids how to do certain things, how you act, that's how they're going to behave. He never cussed around my mom. I don't cuss around my mom. He doesn't drink heavily around me, so I don't drink heavily. He might hidden somewhere. I've never seen it. You know what I mean? So whether he does or doesn't, I don't. He never mm-hmm. smoked around me and, or my siblings, and I never did. He never talked, like, filthier about women around me or my mom or even any of his friends. We went hunting and stuff, so I don't do that either with friends. Just, you know, sometimes we get a little crazy, but it's not like... <laughs> Nasty. It's not, not bad, just to be bad, yeah. mean. It's kind of like joyful. It, it'll be funny, and you know we're guys sometimes. And he probably does it too around his friends, but mm-hmm. I never heard it, so I don't do it in front of people. You know, that's my whole thing is like how you are in public. Oh yeah. But 
education, if you can get into the schools, educate kids about sex, educate them about drugs, educate them about crime and your rights and everything early on, then you prevent the later offenders. And respect, because, you know, when it comes down to, like you said, about, like, touching people's property, if everyone just believed that, then there wouldn't be stealing. There wouldn't be rape. There wouldn't be murders, because you're like, that's theirs. Don't mess with it. Mm -hmm. And if you teach them young that, then they will teach. They'll learn it forever. But and they pass it down to their kids, and then exactly, and it snowballs. And like, like I said, you branch out, you create three. Those three might have two or three kids each, and they create six or eight. And those six or eight create, you know, twenty-four to thirty of them. Those thirty. So you have this whole clan of like. Then imagine that. That's weird to think about, huh? Yeah. Like your little, your little branch can like. Yeah, keep growing a tree. forever. Like it can go it's on like forever, it's a tree, bro. a family tree. Uh, that's a, that's kind of crazy to think about. Of course, there will be some branches that kind of steer in weird directions, but Wilt off. Yeah, <laughs> we just cut those. We off. still talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it with that one. Just <laughs> so if we can get that started, yeah. then that'd be great. But it's it's the hardest damn thing, and it's it sucks to be that way. But it's hard to like get that into the prisons now when they're older yeah like what we said earlier like you have to want to change at that point oh yeah but why change when you can just be that from the beginning so if we can get education as then we'll be in a good place for society oh yeah for everybody it'd be fantastic oh my kids we tell them a lot about people dying because of the drugs and this and that you know we tell them okay there are good drugs Mm-hmm. Drugs you take that the doctor tells you to take, and he tells you how much to take and when to take them. Yep. That's what yeah, you do. Listen, yeah. But those same drugs, that the good drugs that the dogs the doctor gives you, can become bad drugs if you misuse them. Yeah. If you don't Easily. do it where they tell you to do it, this and that 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 can also kill you. Yeah. I said in these other drugs that people are dying from is because they're bad. They're they're doing it however they want to do it, you yeah. know? Yeah. So. That, that's going to bring up some interesting stuff with, like, marijuana legalization and stuff. And I'm all for that 100% because it is a – it's not going to hurt anybody at a certain age. We still don't know everything about it. You probably shouldn't do it heavily, but under, like, 25, I think, is the, the current kind of – uh, study. I'd have to look it up. I don't have a source for anybody, but yeah, I'm pretty sure the last time I read something is like 25 and under. It can still cause like memory loss and kind of like this, you know, weaker memory and kind of affects your brain chemistry a little bit. At least 21, you know what I mean? Like to be a drinking age and party age or whatever. But whenever you're too young, it can mess with you, and it's been proven to create lapses in memory and also, like, loss of, uh, how do you say it, where you don't even want to do anything. You're just... Also, drive. To yeah. Basically. Enthusiasm. Motivation. Enthusiasm. Those words. Good words. Look at those. It's big words. You're not going to give a shit about your grades if you're just high all the time. Yeah. So, like, eh. And sometimes you need to care a little bit. That's just that's tough. that's tough. Life is hard, but you have to care at some point. You're like, okay, you know what? I gotta start paying attention in class so I can. You can't just ignore your problems. You gotta. You yes. Know. Oh, that no. That is the biggest thing with marijuana. I think is like the difference between ignoring the problem and fixing the problem. Like if you have, I've got a freaking beard hair in my mouth. Um, that's hot. That's hot. So hot. If you're doing it to forget, then you're doing it wrong. Like, you should do it to enjoy yourself, mm. maybe relieve some, like, back pain, that kind of stuff. That's okay. But if you're doing it to escape your life, then you should address the stuff in your life. Mm. I know it's hard. Like, uh, I don't, I'm not a – I don't have PTSD from either being a veteran or being raped or something like in the past. But the more things you can face from your past, you know, the better. Because then you'll, have, you'll come to terms with it. and I think it makes you stronger, too, because you're like, yeah. I can handle problems that are thrown at me. And you can overcome anything by talking through it, finding a good therapist and figuring out your problems, working through anger, working through p- 
pains and stresses. Mm-hmm. And some of them might even say like do a little smoke a little weed or something or they're doing a lot of stuff with like um, psilocybin, the mushrooms. Um, that's kind of interesting stuff that they're researching about using that to treat PTSD and a lot of different things. It's still very wow. new, but um, if you can come to terms with the anger, then it'll be better than just trying to push it aside. Because at some point, yeah. it's going to explode. Yeah. Like some it's point, gonna it's going to come out. It's going to come out, and unfortunately, it's going to come out on somebody wrong. that you love, yeah. uh, somebody you don't want to hurt, and you end up hurting them, and then it can re- ruin the rest of your life. So if you can figure it out with a therapist, you know, in a healthy way, then, you know, everything will be better. But that's, that's, I think that's what society needs is education and a willingness to learn too. Not this, like, voluntary ignorance is what I call it when they talk about, like, vaccines and flat earthers and all the things we said. Like, people choose to not learn the real science yeah because instead they choose to believe facebook posts like how many times really are these facebook posts real there's so many that are just easily you just google it and you know what's wrong like (laughs) it's so easy just to google these things and it'll instantly (laughs) shut you down not that everything on google is real but there are many, many little arguments are like, no, that's that's completely false. Or yeah. read the whole article, not just the first like few sentences. Like, There's more to it. There's always more to it. That's the thing. There's always more to it. And we can just need to take another extra second, research it, and don't be ignorant. Yep. Willfully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like with my kids, I tell them you can do pretty much everything. You can do pretty much everything what you you want to do, but it's gonna take work. Yeah. You know, like a lot of a lot of people are like, "Oh, sweetheart, oh, whatever, you're so good at this one thing. You can do that if you want." Like, yeah, that's good to tell your kid, but they're gonna have to fucking take singing lessons if they want to do it mm-hmm. become a singer they're going to have to learn how to control their breathing while they're singing they're going to have to learn how to put dance and sing put yeah. inflections and you know all these different like shit with singing to become actually a good singer you know what I mean and like my kids I tell them so I have trouble I have trouble with uh, speaking and reading <laughs> uh, if you can't tell <laughs> but uh, I, I make my kids like read every day mm-hmm. they they we have books that they like that they do read but we have them read every day yeah. just because that that alone is gonna make their life so much easier yeah like growing up I didn't think it would be as bad as it is <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean Cause I was a little sure. kid. I'm like, I don't want to fucking read. I fucking got other shit to do. Yeah, that's for me. <laughs> and and then I had trouble with it too. So it made it even harder because I was learning how to talk and learning how to yeah. read and learning. And then we moved around quite a bit, so I didn't really have a stable like threshold on reading. They're like, okay, well, here's how you pronounce what you're trying to read. Not okay. Here's how you read. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't... Well, it goes back to the other topic. You didn't take the right steps to do it. Yeah. You were skipping around. And obviously, you couldn't have made that good plan because if you're moving around and you're switching teachers or you're switching homes all the time, you're not going to have a st- structure to actually build upon. And that and that's great because I know, like, my... I have a, a younger cousin that he's he didn't graduate high school. And he's he's still 18, but he's been just working for like two years. But his dad didn't graduate high school either. He's been working for 40 years or whatever, yeah. you know. So, 20 years, not 40. He's um, so he's like, yeah, well, my dad did it, then so I can do it too, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, you're not fixing the problem, yeah. And you're gonna run into a lot different problems because your dad's been in the business for 20 years. Where 20 years ago, they might not have cared. Yeah. 
but nowadays they do care. And he's got an interview with Freeport and Renzi, and I'm really scared. I'm kind of scared either way. Like if he if he gets the job, then he's definitely not going to go back to school. And if he doesn't get the job, like I hope he actually knuckles up and goes back to school and not just like whatever. I'll just work at these little jobs that he's doing and stuff for the rest of his life. Like either way, I don't know if he's going to actually go back. Yeah. And that's not how you face your problems. Like yeah, yeah. you should, you should like you did teach your kids like these are what these were my problems. I want to make it easier for you in the future by and I tell them too teaching I was, you this because like my daughter was reading and I was like trying to read and I got yeah. a word wrong and she's like dad that says this I'm like well that's why I'm making you read yeah <laughs> the, 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 way, the way when you're reading your kids you don't you can't you know you'll be good yeah. and then they'll be and that they don't correct you them. yeah you know what yeah. I mean my my pride I was like oh it's yeah. a little bit but you know. Like, no, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? Yeah. Well, it's my, it's my accent. You know, so, like, I, I do tell him, like, look, you know, I have trouble with reading, you know, this and that. This is, I want you to do this. That way, in the future, you don't have this trouble yeah. that I have. Well, and that's the best thing to do is to learn from others' mistakes. Yeah. You should, you should make your own mistakes. Oh, yeah. Because you learn a lot. But if you can see somebody make a mistake you're about to make and learn from it then that's awesome you don't have to you don't have to do that exact same pitfall yeah you'll have other pitfalls to deal with but you build upon it yeah and don't get me wrong i let them make mistakes yeah like no 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 parent should ever cuddle their kids and tell them okay this is how you do everything step by step yeah but like they're called Helicopter parents that are just watching. Hovering <laughs> to, you know, like, yeah, you should, like, we don't let my kids play outside in the front because it's not gated off. Yeah. And this and that. Like, we don't want them to get stolen. Like, that's <laughs> for 